0: On this episode of Game and Watch It, Rusty's not here! Yay! Yay! Screw you, Nintendo, and you stupid company and stuff! Hello, and welcome to another episode of Game & Watch It. In case you haven't noticed, we are missing a uh, certain somebody here. Who yeah, Rusty, your voice sounds weird today. It does. It does. I don't know where
1: Polly is. Uh, I think uh. it's a real asshole. Yeah. Real piece of work. <laughs> yeah. By that, I mean
0: real piece of shit. <laughs> so today on the panel, we have... uh A la Hoopering. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a special guest, somebody who's never been on the podcast before. Do you want to uh, introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Dan. No, no,
1: that's too... We gotta call him something stupid. Do I get anything? Uh, Oh, Mr. Beaky?
0: Corkle, (laughs) Corkle, Corky! (laughs) Corky works. Corky works?
1: Okay, Corky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I think I'm just gonna keep... You know what? (laughs) Let's just let it happen. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. (laughs) All right.
1: Anyways, RZ, what have you been playing? Um, Well, since my uh, Switch is in the shop... I'm back on the Fire Emblem bandwagon, <laughs> not the new one. Still, nice. uh, finally doing a Revelations arc in Fates. Okay, um, yeah. Which is I don't know. It, it, it's getting it's getting me through the day in my spare time. It's like I I, I enjoy it. It's you know what? It, it's fun. I'm uh, but I think I'm going to be all tapped out for Fire Emblem for a while when I'm done this. Like doing all three arcs. It's uh, it's, it's like been like a hundred and twenty hour
0: romp I've had through that game. Jesus. Yeah, it sounds pretty aggressive. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I got to jump onto that game. Uh, should I start with Conquest or should I start with Birthright? Um,
1: it, it depends because I would say it's probably going to be harder to play birthright after conquest just because birthright is kind of bland and frankly it's pretty easy and whereas conquest you kind of need like it it really helps to know what you're doing to understand the meta to kind of have an idea of what your character builds are going to be and what you're going to do with characters because you um it's a lot leaner in terms of a game so you kind of it's much easier to completely fuck up your game your uh yeah. than you can in uh, when you're still cutting your teeth in Hashido and Birthright okay right. fair enough and nice. the Revelations is so convoluted like you you, end up, you, you need kind of need to
2: play both to understand okay yeah that makes sense the harder it's one is the uh, Conquest and is that the the, the villain storyline is that yeah. what you play as the bad side yeah, yeah. it's right. also yeah it's right. much darker right
1: there's a lot of executions. There's a lot of um, oh Jesus, of like, <laughs> slaughtering and like killing prisoners and shit going on. Like it's uh, after playing Birthright, where Birthright is like, oh, we're forces for light. Oh no, one person died over the course of the campaign. And meanwhile, like you're in like the fifth mission of Conquest, just like yeah, so we
0: slaughtered an entire town, <laughs> just straight up doing Viking things. Eh? Yeah, basically. Well, because
1: they're like European s conquerors as opposed to like the right. very Japanese oriented. Like we are guardians of light, all <laughs> for, for
0: the glory of Hashido. Oh God, who are you, Zelda? <laughs>
1: Link, 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 It's the Blood Moon Link.
2: Uh, and how about you, Mister Beanie corkle What have you been playing? Uh, wow. Um, I've been mostly spending my time between uh, console and handheld. Okay, mm. yeah. On uh, console, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I'm trying to wrap that up before Persona 5 comes out next week. Wait, are any of these games on Nintendo systems? These ones are not. That's why you invited uh, me today. Yeah. So we, can, we can talk about I don't, I, don't I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening here. I'm going to do my best to break it down for you. Oh, oh because it gets no. worse. Because the handheld I've been playing is Vita. And, oh God! Um, why would you do that to yourself? Well, on the Vita, um, <laughs> I've been playing through. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been playing through for maybe I don't know, probably my third time since I was a kid is yeah. uh, Final Fantasy IX.
0: Oh, um, which yeah. is
2: uh, just playing it again now just reinforces for me personally anyway. That is it's that my favorite Final Fantasy? Is that the man. one with Titus? No, oh, yeah. no, that's no, ten. that's ten. Yeah. That which, who's nine? Sudan. So nine is uh, unfortunately stars a main character with a tail. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Aside from that, it has probably my favorite entire cast of characters for a Final Fantasy story. Yeah. It's very yeah. much steeped in. Um, you know the origins of Final Fantasy, where it was very much a fantasy game. So yeah. there's airships and there's knights and there's princesses and and black mages. Yeah, it was the, the oh, first so time, it's a departure yeah. from
1: like the neo future thing they've been doing since seven.
2: Yeah, they went like straight yeah. up medieval, right? Yeah, seven and eight were a little more um, modern. There were still yeah. fantasy games with the magic and everything else, but of course they were. It was a more modern setting, yeah. whereas. Uh, 9 harkens back to the glory days of Final Fantasy, where it was a much simpler time, you can say. But I think one of the things that grabs me the most about Final Fantasy 9 was, uh, again, its cast of characters, its story. Yep. I find what's amazing for me anyway, again, being that this is kind of multiple playthroughs of an RPG, is yeah. that despite knowing the story, uh, I still find myself enjoying it. I'm not just oh my plowing God, yeah. through the dialogue to yeah. get to the battles or anything oh. like that. Like, uh, you know... Yes, I'll, there's a sense of nostalgia for sure, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was one of the most uh, competent and, and finely tuned RPGs from the PS1 era. Oh, 100%.
0: Yeah, it's, sure. it, it's, it was brought back to its roots. It's exactly what you said before. It was amazing for that. The characters were all incredible. The storylines and the twist at the end. like
2: yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Oh, God. Yeah. P- playing it on the Vita, I can't complain. It's a great experience playing PS1 yeah. uh, classics on a Vita is, is a great experience. Um, I would say maybe the one thing I would have liked to have seen was Square had recently put out a uh, Final Fantasy IX for Android mm-hmm. and iOS. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it had like, um, you know, auto battles and kind of a save anywhere. The niceties of a modern RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Because really, going back and playing those old school RPGs, that's the one thing that uh, you kind of wish you're a little bit spoiled in modern RPGs, especially yep. with, like, a Final Fantasy 15 with a save anywhere, and uh, I automatically heal after battles and that kind of oh, stuff, dude, right? Oh, it's,
0: it's the reason I can't play Final Fantasy 7 anymore. Yeah. Like, for fuck's sake, I'm walking, I get into a battle, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I gotta get through this, like, dungeon-esque area right now. I take three steps, another battle. Three steps, another battle. I'm like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? I don't remember it
2: being this tedious. Yeah, I find, you know what, actually, uh, the the random battles are not as egregious in Final Fantasy 9 as they were in previous Final Fantasies. Mm-hmm. I yep. don't feel like it's... That frustration of every, like you said, every five steps, it's a battle. Yeah, Yeah, and God forbid you're in
1: like a cave system where you're trying to check every like dead end because you don't, you want to make sure you don't miss any treasures, Uh and just fighting the same enemy and using spamming the same combo over and over again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So is it? Um. So is it like a straight port? Is it like a remaster? No. So it's um. Uh. The Vita is backwards compatible with all uh, the vast majority of PS1 games as long as they're available on the online, like on on PSN. Mm. Um. If they're available there, which I would say the vast majority of Square Enix, uh, PS1 and PSP output is yeah. available on PSN. They're missing some gems, oddly enough, games like Crisis Core for the PSP are oh, still yeah. not on
0: PSN. Which blows my mind still. Yeah, yeah.
2: but it, the Vita does a great job. It's actually, it just uses the PSP emulator to so okay. run PS1 yeah. games where even the startup <laughs> menu says, take breaks from playing PSP every so often. Yeah. But, you know, it's a great, and that, that's kind of why I mentioned that uh, it would have been a nice to have seen them port that iOS and Android version of Final Fantasy IX okay. over to Vita, but I'm enjoying the PS1 remake. Yeah, like I, I've actually, it's it's funny you mention that because
1: I've been eyeing, uh, replaying Final Fantasy six slash Final Fantasy 3, Or is it Final Fantasy V? I like I, I completely lose track of the numbers on the one with Sabin in it. The one that was Final Fantasy 3 in America. That, was, that was, yes, six. was six. It was six. Okay, yeah. so I did have that right. Yeah, I've been eyeing playing that and I saw that there was a PC version, but I hear that that is not well received due to the graph like the, apparently like the yeah. graphical
0: style is kind of screwed up and like the color palette it's not is all really screwed up it's just they, they tried to revamp it a little bit as far as i had heard and it just turned into like a generic mobile crappy jrpg style yeah it, right.
1: it looks like one of those like chinese ripoff like yeah, RPG yes, games. exactly. Yeah. And so I, like, I don't know, maybe I'll, I, I hear uh, the jury's kind of split on whether you should play the GBA version or the original Super Nintendo version, whereas mm. the GBA has some, like, sort of gameplay fixes, I think, and a mm. little bit better dialogue. But there's some there's something weird about the music. Apparently, like, the music is screwed up. So, I mean, if you get an emulator, you can get patched versions. But, yeah, that's been something I've been looking at playing down the line. Because hmm. I, I never finished it. No, it's a fantastic game. It is game. such Six, a
0: long game. Six is still my favorite. Like, easily yeah. my favorite Final Fantasy. I love that game to death. I will say this time and time again. The character cast was incredible. Yeah. There was so it was such many a people. a massive so ensemble cast, and all of them had so much, like, actual...
2: Yeah, no fluff. Yeah. No yeah. other characters. No. no, that's
0: what it was. And Kefka was, like, the Joker of the Final oh, Fantasy Oh, he was a villains. fantastic villain. Oh, yep. my God. Like, one of the best. Yep, genuinely evil. A yep. great mm-hmm. villain. Absolutely. That's it, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. agreed.
1: Yeah, because so, I got to the, I will say the the latter part of the game or Act Two, as if you will, and then I just kind of, n- and never finished it. It was just so long. I think just after playing so many hours of that one game, I like I I was kind of like, oh, I'll play
2: something else and come back to it. I Get never did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's definitely tough going back to an RPG when you've made it about fifty hours or so yeah. through and then you take a break and you come back and it's just it's like, like where what am I supposed
1: to be doing right now? And it's yeah. like I don't remember anything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Uh I've been, yeah, playing, what have you been playing Zelda because uh, I yes. just I have to. I have to get through everything I can in that game. I am starting to get a little not necessarily tired of it, because that's not the that's not what I want to use here. But it's getting to the point where I'm Starting to not want to go looking for shrines anymore, mm, or not right. wanting to go look for like any different types of armor or anything. I still want to find it, but now I'm just I'm kind of resorting to like YouTube and you know game fact uh, walkthroughs and stuff like that to see what what I missed, uh, what I could potentially use. Uh, funny funny thing happened to me. Mm. So uh, you guys know, but uh, our listeners don't. I. Had a work trip out to uh, Orlando. So I got to spend some time at Disney and Universal. And on the plane ride there, I had my Switch with me. I was playing Zelda. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to go to Hyrule Castle. I'm going to go there yeah. just to kind of mull around. <laughs> see if I can find some, like, different armor sets or weapons or whatever. I walked into the wrong room. I oh, think I know boy. which room you walked into. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, fucking Ganon comes out of fucking nowhere. Yep. I had to beat, mind you, because I had only beaten two Divine Beasts at that point, And I hadn't touched it beyond that. Uh... I walked in and I had to feat, I had to defeat the two extra bosses from those divine beasts. Yeah. Then fight Ganon, and I realized that uh, you know whatever buff you get from the divine Beasts, I got half of it. Mm-hmm. So I had to trudge through that. It took me a solid portion of the flight to do it, but I ended up finally beating him. Yeah. And then felt cheap because I didn't beat the whole game, but I beat. The yeah, final boss, yeah. you
2: know. So does that wrap up the main storyline?
0: It does, but I mean, it'll start you at the first auto save, which is right outside the doors again. Also, I don't think you get the. I think I don't think you get the full ending doing things the way you did. Well, fair enough. And I am still trying to get all the memories. I still have two left. Yeah, and I defeated all the divine beasts now, so that's all said, and I'm good to go with that. I ended up upgrading, or actually. Getting the house in mm-hmm. uh, Hatano Village. Yep. Upgrading it. I had put all the uh, special weapons you got from the Divine Beast up on the wall. Ah, okay. That's <laughs> there. So they're that. all on nice displays. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've just been running around. I think I'm at about 97 or 98 shrines right now. Okay. So I'm getting close. Nice. Yes. Yeah.
1: Nice. yeah. I mean,. Um yeah, that's something that I stumbled upon once in the like when I went into that same room. Oh yeah! And as soon as I realized what I had done, which was almost immediately after, I ended up like because this was I think I, I was at the, roughly the same point as you, where I had taken out two of the divine beasts and I still had two to go. And then when another sort of Ganon version came out, I'm like, ah shit! I just walked into the final boss. So <laughs> hard reset system. Let's not do that again. You idiot.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's fun. How does the game um well I guess Pauline Ellie, you've you've kind of uh you've beaten Ganon, right? How does yeah. the game approach does the game world at all change now that you're kind of dropped back in almost like no. in a new game plus mode? I, is- I wish
0: it had, but no, you like it when I said you start at your first auto mm-hmm. or your last auto save, it, you're essentially there without ever having beaten Ganon in that world. Right. So you can run around and do whatever you had left, but mm-hmm. it will never create a world outside of Ganon. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: you you still see the positive results because generally when you beat a Divine Beast, it kind of undoes whatever they're screwing around. And and in that region, it opens up a bunch of new side quests Mm -hmm. and so on. Um, That stays. It's not like Majora's Mask where it's going to reset the clock and then it Mm. feels like you've done nothing. Um, But yeah, it would be kind of cool if you can then go into a world afterwards where there is no Ganon. But then would there not be any monsters? Would this world just be just kind of...
0: Yeah, it's, it's tough to say. Although I did realize that after defeating a couple of divine beasts, I started seeing harder bacoblins and moblins out in yes. the world. yeah,
1: especially when. So I don't know. How, I, I'm curious what the mechanics are that of how that scales. Whether it's just yeah. the more divine beasts you play, and then it upgrades them to the, like the the harder difficulty versions, or yeah. if there's something else. Maybe it's your number of hearts. I, I'm I'm right. curious, but it's probably the it's probably like you're saying how many divine beasts you've beaten. It just kind of scales up the whole game.
0: Yeah, well, it'll force you to try to find more shrines, yeah. get more hero orbs, get more hearts, stamina meters,
2: whatever, right? Mm. Well, are there any, like, artificial boundaries in the game at all? Or is basically the world there, completely open as I mean, long there, as you there?
0: are. There. But it, it essentially, imagine the world with, like, a gigantic moat around it. And beyond that moat is just a huge line of mountains that you can't traverse. Sure. Yeah,
1: like, there, there okay. is, there is yeah. inevitably a border to the world yeah. where once you get to the edge of the game world, there's just this massive crevasse you sure. can't get across. Like The game's got to yeah, have a border. It exactly. can't be infinite. Yeah. But once you're through the sort of tutorial, where the game starts you off on a small sandbox and then you kind of learn the ropes, once you're cut loose, you could essentially, like, ostensibly go anywhere. Right. And there's no... Um, there's no some. There's nobody like standing with their arms crossed at a certain mm-hmm. road mm-hmm. saying, what I mean. "You know, th- this road's under construction. You can't go this way." Or
2: yeah, I'll come back when you're level ten.
1: Yeah, there's no nope. walls that like you need to <laughs> beat a specific dungeon to get the specific weapon to get through it. Right. No, like you can, you could go to the hardest parts of the game like as soon as you're through that sort of tutorial
0: section. Yeah, hmm, exactly. Nice. No, no Pokemon rules. No, yeah. <laughs> like a line of Diglets. Yeah. blocking oh, yeah. out on the street. Yeah, yeah where a, the Oh, yeah. yeah, are yeah, right yeah. Oh, that's a fun one. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. So uh, something happened this week in the video gaming world. Uh-huh. Uh, something I'm very excited about. Um, there was an announcement from a certain company, from a certain company that starts with a B, mm. ends in a unji. Ooh, what, can Ooh, what, yeah, yeah. what could it be? Yeah, I wonder. What could it be? So in case you haven't already figured it out, uh, Destiny 2 got announced Oh, what, this a week. sequel to Destiny. I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of course. But actually, a lot of people didn't expect it to happen so soon. Uh, they were expecting this game to be "quote unquote" a twenty-year game. Yeah, well,
2: it, 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 I think ten year was the original. Was uh, that? Was that? Oh, yeah. you're right.
0: Sorry, uh, it was ten year. My <laughs> for, the, for the first game. It was a fifty-year game. Yeah,
2: and you know what? Honestly, to Bungie's credit, uh, I've gotten out of Destiny. Um yeah. for for it's been a while since I've been back into that game, but you know, keeping up with gaming news and what have you, uh, you can definitely tell that they've been actively supporting that game up until the very end. Mm -hmm. Uh, So props to them for for keeping their promise, at least in that regard, whether it's 10 years or not, but for the people that... Spent that 70 bucks, yeah. you know, three, four years ago now. Oh, you're worth still that. actively playing it to this day, so. Yeah, like, I, I would say, like, any Bungie game I've
1: ever played has had that level of, uh, of just ongoing support throughout the entire life cycle of said games. Like, yeah. as far as, like, Halo goes, like, I think it's only, like, really, it's them and Blizzard that ever really keeps that much of content yeah. Yeah. coming through on a regular basis for their online without,
2: games. Without charging you a monthly fee, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's, not always, it's, uh,
1: not always from Blizzard, but yeah, well, <laughs>
2: fair enough. Yeah. But think of a game like a Final Fantasy XIV, where it's got you know maybe the output in terms of updates and new content is uh, yeah. a little more aggressive than maybe Destiny is. Yeah. But for an MMOs game um, to be actively supported until this day without an online or sorry a, a monthly subscription fee, yeah, I think it's pretty great. No, for
0: sure. Uh, a big piece of the news was that it's finally coming to PC yeah that should do really well for their
2: numbers yeah it should do amazing
0: yeah. for their numbers but it's also probably going to piss off a lot of console people why because it's not exclusive for them anymore no because everybody playing on xbox and ps4 oh, or whatever it's it cross-platform no 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 it's just it's the issue of paying for the online service compared to getting it on pc where it's, it has to be free right right there's no way they're going to have that's a charged a good, service a on there point. so wait so oh it's, because of, they saying? have
1: to pay for Xbox Live and it's versus-
0: an MMO. It's it's an always online game to play. Yeah. Even the single player campaign, yeah. you have to have that service. That's right. Yeah, and that's where I think a lot of people are going to have problems with it.
1: Yeah, I know. But you could say that about any game. Yeah, I can make that, think that, that kind of about FIFA and like any game, yeah. like like just any game in general that's on PC as well as on uh, um, as well as on console that. But being on PC, you have the advantage that, yeah, you don't have to pay for Xbox Gold or yep. PSP Boondoggle Plus or whatever yeah. it's called these days. <laughs> Boondoggle uh, Plus. <laughs> that was good.
2: That was close. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, again, the, where I'm going to come from this is for the single player campaign. Yeah. Like when you're running through Halo, to play the single player, you just got to buy the game. Yeah. You pop it into your system. Boom, you're gone. Destiny. Not so much. You yeah. need to be online or you are fucked. You bought a $80, $90 fucking paperweight. Well, what's yes. the logic for that? Is it just like it's, a DRM it,
2: purposes? No, you're playing in an online. So even if I'm uh, partaking on a single player mission yeah. throughout the campaign, the world that I'm in is an active always online world so that oh, okay. I could be, let's say I could be you know, running through a valley yep. Uh, yep. in the middle of a mission. And as I'm running through my little single player world, I'll look out to my right um, and there's a bunch of... A player control people, uh, fighting NPCs or enemy okay. AI that's next to me that is real. That's all they're all just dropped into that same server okay. level, yeah. And we're all playing together, and they could be going out playing their single player mission while I'm playing single player on mine. I but see, but we're in we're all in the same connected universe, yeah. Okay. And
0: also at the same time, with that, you can run into one of those like public valleys that you can run into in the single player campaign, which there are a shit ton mm-hmm. of them. You can run into those typically MMO oriented online events, timed events. Where, like, a big boss will pop up out of nowhere in the middle of the yep. field, and everybody has to gang up and take it down. Yeah. So that can happen as you're in the middle of a mission. hmm yeah. So with that in mind, it does kind of give you a, a better experience in that sense. Mm-hmm.
1: So I I guess what would be the alternate? It's either they don't release it on PC because it's going to upset some percentage of the console crowd. Like I could see them being upset if it was like cross-platform competitive because PC mouse and keyboard is always going to have a competitive advantage over the game, uh, over like a gamepad user. Um, But if it's just a matter of, well, PC doesn't need to pay for online, like that's just par for the course. You know what I mean? Like it's –
0: yeah. Like, what what could you do about it? Like, what could you Uh, say about it? They they could potentially do an online subscription fee like with, um, let's say, World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy XIV or something like that for PC users, but have that being rolled in to the PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold subscriptions so that it would be fair across the board and it would give them more money to fund to make this game into a true FPS MMO. I Mm -hmm. feel like
1: that would just... Come up with more people from PC saying like they're that they're being gouged.
0: It depending on how big the world is and how how well they implement the MMO aspect yeah. of it. I will say this: the first one, as much as I loved it, it was never truly an MMO.
2: No, and right? and, and personally, I'm, I was glad that it didn't take that route. Like I really yeah. liked. I was never a big MMO guy. First of all, I just don't have the time to dedicate to these types <laughs> of games in yeah. order to get really anywhere with them. But I found Destiny allowed me to play the game like I would play a single-player FPS, and then yeah. enjoy some of the niceties that an online game would afford. Like if I came across a particularly tough boss, yeah, you know, I can call in a buddy um, that's also playing the game, and we can tackle it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, there, there were the you know, like the tower. Um, there were some nice communal areas. Yeah. Uh, that in an online world is really nice. It helps. It just lends some more credence to, to this world that they've created and makes it feel more lively and makes it feel more engaging.
0: No, I, I see where you're coming from. I, I, that is a big piece to it. I also feel like a lot of people were turned off late uh, into the game lifecycle because of the lack of content yes. that happened because of that, right? Right. If, if they want to, again, in my opinion, if they if they want to truly improve on the foundation that they have, which is fantastic as a foundation... They need to start getting mm-hmm. more content out there. Start releasing some Witcher 3 style free DLC for the first year. Wait that little bit until the next expansion comes out mm. and then do like a huge expansion. Mm. You know, charge the extra well, $35. is not that what like the yeah.
1: Taken King was or what, what was it, it called? That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, had no. Had Taken,
0: Taken King, King was the big yeah. one, but there was two expansions that you still had to pay money for in mm. between that. Right
2: yeah so uh, you know destiny one also had that problem where um they really overhyped the rpg aspects of that game yes oh my god yes me i personally bought that game hoping that it was going to have a fantastic story yep um the rpg elements were going to be much more realized than they actually were yeah um what they kind of delivered on was a really lackluster story integration it was no more than you would get in let's say a halo in terms of here's a cutscene before a battle now go have fun yeah um, the rpg elements were really just kind of relegated to a couple different classes with a couple pre-baked skills that you can swap between i mean they had yeah. a loot system and a gear system but otherwise uh, again if you're going to yeah. call it an rpg it wasn't just because the numbers flying out of the enemies when you hit them uh, it doesn't you know doesn't make it <laughs> yeah. a oh, God, game I right about that. <laughs> so yeah. i'd like to see that expanded on in this next one and judging by this i mean we don't know much we've just seen yeah. this kind of teaser trailer but mm-hmm. based on the teaser trailer itself—it looks like they're going to put an emphasis on story right oh, out yeah. of the gate, so that's nice.
0: Yeah, uh, like, well, they need it. The story was terrible in yeah. the first one, and it wasn't for a lack of what they had created. There was a bunch of shit that happened. It just wasn't that It yeah. wasn't, but it was because they. Who? Who's the. Um, the major publisher, to. was it Activision or
2: uh, yeah, it was Activision that yeah. put that. Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. So they I think they put a lot of pressure on Bungie to get the game out soon, yeah. and they had a few disputes within the company and the story got pushed to the background. And mm. that's how most of that stuff happened. But it ended up like just just not making it a great game in general mm-hmm. from that. Like you can play that story, and don't get me wrong, it was fun and the gameplay was incredible. And I played the shit out of that yeah. game. Like I plugged in easily over hundred hours mm-hmm. into it doing strikes and raids and whatever with people it was awesome but not having the lore in the actual game and finding out stuff through like the grimoire cards
2: yeah it just what was the point no wasn't the same no, yeah. the same, yeah. no
0: of course yeah. not right like yeah. it's it, ugh, again
2: in an rpg i shouldn't have to go digging and searching for story exactly right? That's yeah just... right at the forefront yeah
0: yeah
1: and that's like i feel like this game is due for a sequel to sort of yeah. fill in the gaps and actually make this into the blockbuster franchise it was meant to be because through all of its popularity, I, I get the distinct feeling that it was not a, a level of success that they were expecting it to be. Yeah, that it was good, it was de- like it was decent. Like I, I must admit, I never played the game, but from what I could see in terms of reception, it had decent reception, generally liked, but there was criticism for it, and it wasn't quite the smash hit. Like I think they were expecting this game to be like an Overwatch. Yeah. Before, uh, well, no. I don't think Overwatch was no Overwatch wasn't out yet at that juncture. No. But no, they, they, no. I I think that's what they were expecting this game to be like that level of a phenomenon, and it yeah. really wasn't. Like I feel like there's a lot of missing potential in that game, and maybe the sequel is gonna fill in those gaps.
0: I hope it does, because Overwatch. I mean, that's a that's an example of a game that did it right. They nailed it with that game. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I know it's a very different game from Destiny. It's not so MMO oriented. It's more like TF2. Yeah. Just kind of like a shooter MOBA-style thingy uh But it's it was the simplicity of play. It was how different every single character was, mm-hmm. which was another issue of Destiny's. The Warlock, the Titan, and the Hunters, yeah, they felt a little different, but they didn't feel un- different enough for the denominations to truly be there or for mm-hmm. them to actually yeah. matter, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And it's yeah. just it's one of those situations where, I mean, why even bother doing it then? put some more effort into it or don't do it at all right yeah,
2: yeah. And, and you know it makes me wonder again looking at this the teaser trailer that we saw granted again it's not much it is a teaser right yeah um but i didn't you know we didn't see necessarily new classes um so are, yeah. are you know are, are we returning with the same three classes but will they be fleshed out Will there be you know more subclasses for each of them instead of just two and as well as skills, yeah. inherit skills and, and stuff like that.
0: I really hope so. I think I, I think you're onto something there for sure. We we need to see some true MMO oriented like give us like seven classes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give yeah. us some
2: really good stuff here. Especially if there's no if there's not gonna be any carryover of, of your previous character. Of course. Then it's like I'm starting a new character, yeah. but I still have the same three classes to pick from and so I d I can't see them doing much there. But
0: Yeah. No I I completely agree.
2: There was also a bit of humor in that new trailer, that I was, teaser, that I was, was just a little, about to say, it's a little suspect. I don't know where they're oh going with god, that because it was, the don't whole even thing get me was started. very tongue in cheek.
0: Oh god, no! But it was like it was too much. Yeah, it was too much. It was that whole Cade Six thing where it was like you go to like the Titan leader. I can't remember his name. And, like, okay, fine, he's being all serious. And it cuts to like Kate Six, and he's like trying to be Deadpool. And you're like, yes, this isn't like I get it for like little pieces here and there, there's accents, and that's sure. fine. But like the forefront of both of those trailers that got released was Kate Six being a fucking snarky asshole.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm curious to see what are they trying to humanize the whole thing, make it more appealing? Is it are we reading too much into a. A teaser? I don't know.
0: Uh, I feel like they're they're trying to push a major part of the game in this trailer to get
2: people hyped. Just make everything more
0: likable and yeah. Sure. The the reason I loved Cade Six in Destiny One is because I didn't know who he was, and when Mm. I first met him, I was expecting this like generic. I am a hunter. Here are your hunter weapons. Yes. Right. Like. Yeah. And I got talking to him, and when like you leave, and he's just like, "Okay, yeah, see you, or you know, whatever, die, I don't care, or something stupid like <laughs> yeah, that." And
2: you're like, "What? <laughs> yeah, you exactly. Do <laughs> take the first time. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Did you say
0: that to me. Yeah, but that's
2: what I, that's what I loved about
0: him. It was awesome. And now it's just like it, it's like they're trying to shove it in your face. They're pulling like a Family Guy. Yeah. on yeah. Yeah. You know.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: So hopefully that doesn't become something major, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's okay. Anyways, I think. Uh, I think yeah. we're set to take a break here. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Beaky, you want to uh, pick a song for us for our uh, mid-break? I feel that as the uh, the guest of honor, it'll be uh, your choice. Put a uh, or You can take some time with it during the break, and we okay. could uh, run with it. Sure. Perfect. Okay, guys. We'll see you in a bit.
2: Back and uh, Dan, what was the uh, the song that you chose? Uh, my song is Binary Chain from Xenogears, my oh, favorite God. RPG.
0: What a fucking fantastic game that was! Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 So we uh, we have another game announcement from uh, a much smaller company. Uh, it's a a uh, development team called Watermelon Games. I believe they're from like Sweden or Finland or Norway or somewhere, somewhere in Europe. Yeah, somewhere up there in like the crazy snowbelt area. Yeah, uh, yeah. They they are a company that uh, created a uh, fairly popular game that came out on the PS4, PS3, 360, Xbox One era stuff. It was a game called Pure Solar mm. that was originally made for the uh, the Sega Genesis, and that's what this company's kind of known for. They make you know games for older systems, and they're at it again. Uh, the game is called Paprium. And it's a old school style, kind of like Final Fight, Double Dragon esque style beat em up. And I mean, I know we've all seen the trailer. If you get a chance, you need to go see this trailer. It yeah, is a, awesome. a, oh, it's amazing, but it's sensory overload to the oh, Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a little crazy, just a little bit. But uh, I mean, what did you guys think of uh, even just seeing the trailer? Well, I mean, it looks interesting. The trailer.
1: Makes it kind of hard to understand, but I think the the point of the game is clear is that it's a beat-em-up, and there's some kind of, like, psychedelic, like, overdrive mode <laughs> you go into, and that seems to be the gist of it. I, I, I don't know if you guys picked up anything else.
0: I, I mean, I kind of saw, like, a Total Recall-esque style, like, theme aesthetic to it. That's Definitely. true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like a a, a post-apocalyptic style, you Kind of know... like cyberpunk. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm expecting, you know, girls with three boobs and everything. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Well, I, I seem to remember, uh, because we were both part of the Kickstarter for Pure Solar. Um, oh, yeah. And I remember sometime around the eight when they were wrapping up the Kickstarter for Pure Solar. Anyway, they, they started to tease uh, this new beat-em-up for, for Genesis. Yeah. Uh, they were teasing the Kickstarter, anyhow. And um, I remember when they first showed it off, uh, that first initial footage, it was a much less... It was much more toned down than it is now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, they're notorious for... Being just incredibly calm most of the time mm-hmm. until they release a trailer, and then it's all batshit crazy bullshit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll like they'll come on to like the Kickstarter update and be like, "Okay, guys, so you know we have a bit of an announcement. We wanted to show you guys first. This is our game. We're going to run it on this system, on this TV with this, 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 and this. This is what we've been doing. This is the game. We hope you guys like it." And then the trailer happens, just like us to the face. Are yeah. you ready for this cyberpunk <laughs> bullshit? Yeah, like. <laughs>
2: yes definitely
0: oh it's what i love about them so much but i mean pure Solar was such an amazing game they completely created a new genesis cartridge for that just to fit the game onto it because they couldn't use an old yeah. one it, they were all too small mm-hmm. and they're doing it again with this game and made an even bigger cartridge this time around so, yeah like I,
2: I will say that uh, about watermelon games is that uh for anyone that doesn't know who they are and i don't blame you they that was one of the few Kickstarters where they d- fully developed, at least in my eyes, or oh, yeah. sorry, fully like came through on their promise of, of what they initially pitched in that Kickstarter. That final package, I ended up getting the Dreamcast version. Oh yeah, same. Um, and it was just it was just a beautiful package. I mean, yeah. uh, the actual game aside, <laughs> everything else in that package was. I mean, I was just floored by by the little things, the gold foil in the manual. Yeah, you know, the things I weren't expecting. I, I didn't even double down on on one of the more Ultra premium collector's editions. Mm. I, I oh, got yeah. just the standard uh the, the Japanese oh, you, box. You
0: you missed out. Oh, I got the collector's edition. It is glorious. Did I have a little chibi figure, maybe? Oh, they have a few little chibi figures. Of course. it look a couple of like little M- emini uh M- emini. E <laughs> did it come with a little statue you could throw on your pile of statues? Absolutely. Of I'm are you kidding me? I'm gonna I'm gonna have a vault full of them so I can swim through them like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, oh. no, it was an amazing, amazing collector's edition. I yeah. still have it at my parents' house. I run through it every now and again, and everything was made to such a high level of quality. It wasn't just some guys putting some crap together. No, for or sure, for what, sure. What a lot of companies do for their collector's editions, and I've been duped a uh, fair amount of times no, for right, those. As we all so, have, yeah, <laughs> yes, we all have. Yeah, you can tell they really care about their um, their people, right? Their their fans. Mm-hmm. But this kind of bleeds into like the whole Kickstarter thing, right? 'Cause I mean I've been duped again, mighty number no. nine being I a main. Evil,
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a, a Yes yeah. a sad one.
0: Yeah. I mean, have you guys backed
1: anything else? Um, I've only been involved in two. One was I, I went uh splitsies with Rick on that uh the Tome of Beasts. The oh, the D right. manual. Yes. Which I would say delivered. Like I I you know, some uh, there's some criticism for that book in terms of the balance of some of the creatures. Like some of uh, the the CR rating is kind of uh. doesn't really like scale very well. And there's some with like okay. genuinely broken abilities, which if you're our, uh, if you're a militant uh, DM, like it could be uh, like game breaking in certain ways depending uh, on what you can do. Okay, um, fair enough. But I, as much as I enjoy, like I I very much enjoy those monsters and the quality of the book. The book is massive. Like oh it is yeah! Like uh, it's like an enci- it's like an old school encyclopedia.
0: Yeah, I saw that uh, our friend Rick, as Ryan was saying, yeah. was, we were over there the other day and I got to see the book. Another major issue I heard about it was that uh, the binding was too small for the amount of pages. Oh really? Yeah, and like people are already already experiencing issues with like pages falling out <laughs> and like it actually bursting at the seams. Huh.
2: Yeah, quality control seems to be. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know that's the thing with Kickstarter is when. Um, a lot of these people, they're doing it on such a small scale with such a small yeah. team trying to execute on such a grand vision yeah. that uh, it's during the fulfillment stages or during the production stages yeah. where they may partner with a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you know, depending on how many units they're trying to, to get made, uh, sometimes the quality uh, yeah. can kind of fall apart for uh, sure, which is an unfortunate side effect with Kickstarter uh i think for me most recently i think my my last backing was probably shenmue 3 oh i think that's one that i'm Yeah, Trickster was talking about uh, backing that one too yeah Yeah,
0: it's one i wish i had but i'm just gonna wait to see what happens with the game i have a still sour taste in my mouth from mighty number nine which is odd because i've backed a lot of good projects that have come to fruition over this past year like um I, I mind you, haven't played it yet, but Hollow Knight is mm-hmm. getting stellar reviews. I'm waiting for it to come out on the Switch. Hyperlight Drifter was absolutely incredible. Yeah, I right hear place.
1: I hear amazing things about that game. I, I need oh to try that. Oh my god!
0: Oh, uh, I. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you don't have a PS4, but the package I got, I ended up getting three licenses for it, and mm-hmm. I still have two extra ones. <laughs> or no, sorry, one because I think I gave one to Trickster. Okay, but. You know, if you ever do, somehow end
2: up getting a PS4. Yeah, ain't gonna happen. (laughs) That was a great game. That was a game by, I think it was one dude that put that out.
0: One or two. Funny as it is, yeah, it's just some dude in California. He's friends with a few people in the industry out there. The the old guys from Game Trailers, Easy Allies, all them. Right. So he knows all of them. He's been in a bunch of their videos, and that's why he got a lot of his uh, promotion done. But for good cause, because damn, that game was fucking yeah, fantastic. It was
2: v- v- a very polished product. Yeah. Again, it, I was blown away by the size of the team that ended up putting that game out. Oh, yeah. The quality just kind of really spoke to. Yeah. But yeah, yeah
1: speaking of the, uh, the production thing, it's funny that you mentioned that, Mr. Corkle Markle. Um, whereas the most recent Kickstarter I've invested in is oh, that no. after already getting the pledge and after it was funded, albeit barely yeah. um, said that there was a... Sort of snafu in that their uh, production, (laughs) like, company is uh, quoting (laughs) them now a much higher number in that if we actually want to continue, Uh. you either need to invest more or get a refund. Yeah.
2: Which what is the which fuck? is for we never looped in the production company in the first yeah, place. yeah, yeah exactly we're just like
0: oh don't worry we're good
2: just we're gonna need like ten thousand
1: dollars um, yeah fuck. because I'm a psychopath and I'm dead set on this and the horrible and the absolute horror <laughs> it will bring
0: to the D and D campaign oh no um, I oh. double down and oh you shall <laughs> rue the day <laughs> so in case you guys don't already know and I think we've brought this up a few times but RZ is uh, is my DM for a campaign that's been going on for. Uh, Two Two years years to the day. Two Two years years to the day. Fucking A. So, yeah. So, it's been a fairly long campaign. Uh, Awesome. It's been hilarious a lot of the times.
1: (laughs) Oscillating between hilarious and horribly dark. Well, yeah. This is is exactly the (laughs) point. Kind of like Rick and Morty,
0: actually. (laughs) Well, fair enough. Yeah. This is the point I was going to get to. Uh, RZ is a sadist as a DM. (laughs) Just straight up. Like, there's no other way to put it. So, I've been dealing with. um, Getting my mind fucked with uh, yeah. once every couple don't, of weeks. Don't leave spaces in your character backstory because I'm, I'm
2: gonna <laughs> fill them in. I'm gonna know. fill
1: them in with something really fucked up. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, you did. That yeah. was fun. Yeah, I'm a Manchurian candidate. That <laughs> <that's-> <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but that, that's not why we're here. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely look forward to that horror being fulfilled. <laughs> oh my God. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But I mean getting back to watermelon games in Paprium. Oh, yes. uh, this this has kind of reinvigorated a love for the old school beat em ups that I've had since I was a kid. I mean one of my first NES games being Teenage Mut- uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Oh uh, yeah. which was like the true beat em up version instead of the first one which is yeah. kind of like a side scrolling yeah, platformer. Yeah. yeah. And that game like that game shaped me as a gamer. And got me into, obviously, Turtles in Time after that for Super Nintendo, the Final Fights of the Worlds, the uh, um, Double Dragons, mm. right? I yeah. mean, do, do you guys have anything that you remember from that era?
1: Uh, first, when I'm starting to think of that retro age, first thing that comes to my mind is Maximum Carnage. Oh, yeah. That was so, yeah. that was so, so It was good. fucking impossible, yeah. that yeah. game. Like, right. I... It like there had so many things going for it. It was the red cartridge which oh, was yeah. super yeah. slick. Yeah. It was by that like what were they called DMC games or what was it called like the, the Rainbow game? Yeah, the, oh, the LGN. LGN is that Oh, DMC oh. made the DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> got my <laughs> acronyms a little cocked up.
0: <laughs> but yeah, the fact you got
1: to play as Venom which was absolutely amazing. Yep. And uh
0: yeah, I remember that game just being phenomenal. Yeah. Um yeah, that game was amazing, yeah. Jesus. I mean, that'll that'll jump into like let's say the X-Men arcade game. Yep. Right? Yep. Something like that. Like that game was one of the best. Yeah, especially,
2: especially with multiplayer element, right? Oh, oh. Being able to call in a buddy and play those games together was yeah. it was a fantastic experience, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, that's something we don't see very often these days. The whole couch co-op thing, yeah. right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really, back then, especially to take that type of game that you would normally expect to only be able to play multiplayer mm-hmm. on an arcade, because those are the, the the few times you would see an arcade machine with a f- four joysticks. Yeah, with the four setup, joysticks for right? like
1: The Simpsons or yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of more examples right now. I think oh, the, uh, the game WrestleMania so
2: game had at least three players. I yeah. believe. Oh
0: no, well. no WrestleMania had to have been four. four you, as yeah, as well, it's right? a, yeah, the tag team yeah. matches and shit. Those were right. the best. And there was well, there was the uh, Teenage
1: Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade version, which was oh, yeah. very very similar to Ninja Turtles two, but definitely had some separation from that. Like yeah. some key differences. Yeah. Um, if you want to talk about more modern ones. Uh, the Scott Pilgrim game was a fantastic
0: throwback to that whole genre. Oh, that game was absolutely incredible. And having Adamanaguchi doing the soundtrack oh, yeah. for that game yeah, was it was, it was a nice package for oh, sure. Oh god, one of the best.
1: Yeah, that was a great playthrough. That was a great arcade title.
0: Yeah. Yeah. who,
1: who was...
2: developed that game again? Oh, uh, it was Ubisoft. Yeah, it was Ubisoft. Well, they published it
0: was it not them developing? I don't believe so. Ooh, I think we're going to have to do a yeah, little we'll on yeah, check this. That one up.
2: Yeah, cuz that's oh, got me look. thinking now. Yeah, well, just the real the only reason why I asked is because it was I was the next question I was going to ask was going to be uh besides Scott program, what other modern beat 'em up games would you say you have enjoyed recently? Because I'm just trying to think back to
1: yeah, other than and that, the only one almost. I could think of is when they reissued the Ninja Turtles arcade game onto Xbox Live Arcade. Oh, and that
0: was horrendous as far as I had heard. It was yeah. all right. Yeah. I, yeah. I
1: enjoyed it
2: for a couple days, but then, then we're just until replaying it moved classics, on. right? Well, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, there was there was Double Dragon Neon. I was going to say that, yeah. but
2: that that was just again, yeah. You know, you're you're taking it was a new game, yes, granted, and yeah. and I did thoroughly enjoy that, but it's based off of the mechanics of a game that had been established for Ages. over 20 years now yeah yeah i'm struggling to think of any others that have come out recently it's, I'm sure it's mostly been, been
0: it's you know for sure there have been some but i think most of them have been revivals whether because double yeah. dragon just came out with another new game i think mm-hmm. what a month ago
2: i believe so yeah,
0: yeah they yeah. went back to like the super old school i cannot remember the name of it well, for the life of me now but all i've been hearing is that just people aren't that excited but i don't get it i i want another new like a truly new ip that's why yeah. I'm so excited yeah. for propriam Like, it's just... It's it's bringing back that old school, you know, again, Final Fight style, fucking bringing me back to my days of playing as, like, Hagar, the fucking gigantic, muscly yes. man with the fucking <laughs> yeah. Ron Swanson mustache. <laughs> Wasn't he... I thought in that game
1: he's actually the mayor or something. He is the mayor, something like that. Yeah, he's the mayor he? of the
0: city, and he would just go in and beat the, the ever-loving beat the shit out of people. Yeah, well, because hilarious. I thought the
1: whole the, the premise life. of the game was that they kidnapped his daughter, mm. and that's why he ripped off his suit and then popped
0: out those bulging muscles mm. and started
1: ripping people <laughs> yeah. in half like <laughs> yeah. Venom. Can't miss the point.
0: Oh, uh, that just reminds me of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh. Uh. Oh god, with uh with, oh my god, what the hell is this? Maybe too far Oh uh Armstrong. Armstrong Armstrong Yeah, yeah, when he rips his shirt off yeah, you yeah. just start you see his pecs bouncing back and forth.
1: <laughs> oh, I gotta finish watching that show. I'm so pissed they pulled it from Netflix. They pulled it from Netflix? Yeah, it, it was oh. it was like a limited engagement kind of dealy.
0: Do you have a Blu-ray player? No. Okay, well then crap. Yeah, because I, I have all up, yeah, of that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. That anime output library on uh, on Netflix is is peaks and valleys. Man. Yeah, <sighs> you know, you'll check back in one month and it's loaded with stuff, and then you'll check back a month later. I mean, yep. this is in Canada anyway, but yeah. Um, yeah, the library on that is very. I guess as they start developing their own anime stuff, they're looking to not just snap up licenses. Well, that... yeah, well, well, yeah I, there, I find there's yeah. a lot of
1: things that come and go on Netflix in general, but I I have seen some things that get pulled and come back. Uh, like Star Trek uh, Next Generation was on mm. with lots of fanfare and then it kind of disappeared and, and it was just suddenly back again. Right. Um, I think they just are moving through and keeping what's popular. or I imagine... Copyright law for media is so messed up in North America
2: that especially in Canada. Yeah Requirements Jesus Christ CRTC
0: bullshit. Yeah, Yeah. and I think
2: I think Crunchyroll has done a pretty good job of snapping up the rights to so much anime and Just yeah, you know having a monopoly on it all that Netflix figures instead of overpaying for licenses that shows people can watch elsewhere They'll develop their own
1: yeah in Canada It's unfortunate that if you want to watch most shows you have to have something like seven different streaming services yeah. you have yeah. to have hulu you have to have amazon prime yeah. you have to have up netflix and all these things you're expected just to watch any shows and people just end up turning to
2: piracy mm-hmm.
0: yeah well pretty much i mean kiss anime has been in existence for years now because of that and like they just won't do anything about it just yeah. sorry too bad fan subs whatever cool here you go have fun yeah, it's like watchcartoononline.net. Yeah, whatever exactly. Uh, like <laughs>
1: yeah. where Claire goes to watch Adventure Time.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, so it was Ubisoft that developed it. It was uh, Ubisoft Montreal.
2: Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Which nice. is uh, kind of Same point of pride. Rayman Legends.
0: Yeah, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Child of Light.
2: Hmm. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, which was also a fantastic the, game by them.
0: They are a fucking yeah. fantastic studio. It makes me
2: proud because they've taken some risks for sure that other developers normally would not.
0: Yeah, and it's a Canadian variant. Like yeah. that's what that's what makes me so proud of this is like yes like these guys are Canadian they are a obvious offshoot and branch of a huge you know European fucking yeah like yeah but it's what they're doing it's all those indie style games if I'm not mistaken I think they also made that World War One game that at Valiant Hearts I think
2: yeah that game was fantastic yeah,
1: yeah it didn't, well. they, didn't they put together Assassin's Creed Four they it, might have
2: when it comes all to hands on deck for Creed, that it's, guy it's yeah it's Ubisoft Shanghai it's uh, it's everybody.
0: Yeah, for their yearly yeah. release of the same shit over and over again. Oh, we had boats this time. But they've taken a
2: break this time. Thank God. They did. I the think sm- they needed yeah, it. they did the smart thing and said let's not let's not push. What for three Assassin's Creed games a year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's too much. It, it it got to. I mean, never mind how the developers making these games mm-hmm. feel, but let alone the fans have just been burnt out on the franchise. Yeah. I mean, when's the last time you've been hyped for Assassin's Creed game? If you ever Ugh. have been. Yeah, since like, two? I mean. It's part two Yeah, maybe? since the two <laughs> yeah, arc I know, finished. Yeah. Since it wasn't well, enough Because I, I
1: was really invested in the Ezio arc, and then there was two, there was Brotherhood, there was Revelations. I feel like there's another one I'm forgetting in there right now. Oh, they made Syndicate, they made so, oh, so my many. One you don't even
2: know, but they made games while you were sleeping. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. It's, uh... Yeah, I go to the bathroom, I come back, and there's been two prequels <laughs> issued yeah. that I have to One smell for the Nito, like. one for the just, 3DS. Just some playing
1: the...
0: the games of your brain like they did with Desmond. Yeah. Just, the here you go. I know how it feels, Ezio.
1: And I love how Desmond is like gone now, so it's kind of like the game's real world storyline doesn't even really need to exist anymore. They've just yep. sort of built it into a modular, well, we could just look at memories of anyone anytime <laughs> at any point. So long as there's Assassins and Templars, it's all good. They've written themselves out of yeah. the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. They've made themselves so- they've made themselves superfluous in the writing of their own stories. Well, I think the rumors
2: have been um, it's it's uh, this next one is supposed to be Egypt. Oh, so I guess that's the only way they can get around. So just keep going back and until you're. Oh I my can only God. imagine like how is many, it, like how,
1: it, like what are you just
0: gonna be climbing up pyramids the entire time? Right. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's actually been a big thing. A lot of people have been like making jokes about that, like climbing pyramids. Yeah, yeah and, and then jumping out down from the from the from the top point and killing somebody S- on
1: the ground.
2: <laughs> So it's just going to be the uncharted 3 the desert scenes pretty much for, yeah. for a full game.
1: But like like <laughs> yeah. I, I would love if they do something like really stupid like you know you know how there's always the real world characters like yeah. there, such as how uh, Leonardo da Vinci was besties with Ezio and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would love to see Moses be a character. Oh, yeah. in
2: these yeah. Games. <laughs> yep. In the Egypt game. Him and Ezio are writing the Ten Commandments together?
1: Yeah, he's a—he's uh, he an Egyptian, fear? but he's on the inside because he's not really an Egyptian. <laughs> and all the Hebrews are assassins, and all the Egyptians are Templars. And, well, I think you nailed it. <laughs> you know, it might actually happen. Uh, I'm thinking about it. I, I was making a joke, but it seems... That's the most
2: upsetting part, is that you're probably not far it, from the truth. It seems pretty like <laughs> <at> this, ju- <laughs> Oh, sweet oh, Jesus. Oh, mercy.
0: Yeah, good old Assassin's Creed. Did anybody get to see the movie at all or no? No, no. I did not. No, okay, not. good because I haven't either, and I haven't heard good things. So I, I heard, oh,
2: I heard some okay things. Oh yeah, that it was not not worth watching. I, I wonder, you know, weighted against what? Like, yeah. is it okay as a video game movie, or is it okay as an action adventure movie? Well, the bar on, on the mean, first uh, is a lot lower than the bar on the second. I was going to say,
0: yeah. Like a seventy is like a, a ninety-nine in video game movie
1: mm-hmm. world. If you break yeah, right? fifty on Rotten yeah.
0: Tomatoes, it's like
2: record-setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. open up the champagne for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is a shame, I think, because it's. Uh I think there's a lot of video game series that can translate well to to film. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, when you look at some of these storylines, yeah, and you look at what's coming out today, especially from you know things like Marvel, Camp, and the sci-fi universes. It,
0: it. It all depends, and this has like been a major issue, at least from my perspective, with m- making an adaptation for a a video game, and it's the same reason why books sometimes don't work. It's just the source material is too long. Condensing mm-hmm. something that will take you. 20 hours to beat in a game, you yeah. condense that down to an hour and a half of yeah. story, it's it's you're you're going to be making cuts and for some reason they always seem to make the stupidest ones. Like the the, the lack of the epic battle scene at the end of fucking Harry Potter 6. I don't mm-hmm. understand. I still mm-hmm. will never understand that.
1: It's a, it all comes down to dollars and cents. Yeah. I I could almost imagine a discussion happening in some producer's office saying <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is going to cost this much. It's going to be expensive. We could just not do it. What do you mean not do it? Well, people are going to come to this movie anyway. Exactly. It's a Harry Potter franchise. It's got so much stuff behind it.
0: Well, why do we, we got to do it? Yeah, just whatever. I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't read the books. Oh, no. Okay, the main <laughs> thing about that book was Dumbledore dying and like, no, no,
2: no, no. Yeah, and it feels like he they got to the last thirty minutes and had to rush it all at the end.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's, and that was like my favorite part of that book too. That's what pissed me off so yeah. much about that. That was, but I I it, it
1: baffles the mind how difficult it seems to be to make a decent movie out of these video game yeah. IPs, and I I get it to an extent because. A lot of the biggest games or the most popular games that have the most name recognition may not stand up under that medium, whether they're too long-winded or there's just not enough material. Yeah. You know, you you, like you think of the movie Doom, (laughs) which is (laughs) with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, that that's a gem, that (laughs) one. Going back and watching that, but there's no material to draw upon. There's Space Marines, they opened a portal to hell on Mars for some reason. And then it's just left up to whatever writer of the cheapest bidder.
0: Yeah, exactly. To
2: fill in the gaps. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one always seemed unnecessary. See, and that was the thing. Like, why were you going to make a Doom movie? There already exists Pitch Black and, and, and even with fucking Vin Diesel in them that... That didn't make sense. But look, looking at uh, coming up, uh, you know, they've been talking about making an Uncharted movie. Uh, Pitch Black movie. was great. Uh, but they, they've been talking about that for like, what, What's happening? 10
0: years now? Like, the ball
2: is rolling. But the most upsetting thing about that was that Neil Druckmann from uh, from Naughty Dog came out and said, we have no idea what's happening with the movie. No one has consulted us at all. Uh, so, I mean, you're taking a franchise that you know is yeah. important to Sony. Yeah, right, and course. It's important to a lot of their fans. And is really Nathan Drake is a mascot of sorts. Uh, for 100%. Sony, right? And so, to me, it doesn't make sense that Sony would take such a risk and not consult the people that created this game, that created the storyline for this game, in yeah. making what could potentially be—I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with the Uncharted franchise. Naughty Dog has pretty much kind of moved on for that, at least for now. Yeah, of um, course. But will it be handed off to maybe a Sony Bend to to pick up from now, and they're just going to crank out bullshit uh... new spinoffs of the Uncharted franchise? off the backbone of this new movie. We don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I really hope not. I, I hope they try to stay true to the story. Or if if they can, and this would be maybe best case scenario because you know they're going to stray from uh, the source oh, <laughs> for sure. that, do the first movie as close to the first as you can and then maybe create a movie-exclusive adventure with Nathan Drake. Yeah, And that I would be okay with. That they would have the freedom to run with, they would have just they'd have to stay within the the confines of the characters and their development mm-hmm. at that point where it's going to take place in the canon. But that to me would be the best way to do it, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder if the reason why video games uh, fail in the movie medium is as franchises they just don't have the same weight to throw around that mm-hmm. something like a comic book character has, where comic books or some of these storylines are proven successes, while video games, because Mm -hmm. they don't have that much... Oomph behind them in comparison because they're, yep. they're they don't have that same level of recognition. It makes them more vulnerable to the Hollywood spin machine yeah. being like, well, you know what would make this movie better if we had a love interest? You know yeah. what would make this movie better if we had X Y Z character? You know we need more comic relief. Let's toss some of that in the mix, and it ends up being some <laughs> kind of bastardized version mm-hmm. of what it originally started off. That it's yeah. just a uh, it's just a, it ends up being a trailer film that they make enough good content to make a trailer, and then just try to get that uh yeah, and fill, backfill the rest right? yeah and just what, backfill I mean, the rest what, with merchandising
0: what blows my mind with that though is that this is already stuff that has been thought about in these games if you're going to talk about a game like uncharted or a game like the last of us this a very dialogue yeah, heavy game yeah. exactly when it comes to those moments having certain pieces of comic relief yeah when it comes to certain little even just little personality nuances within those characters to make them interesting yeah. and you know what i mean um Makes you want to sympathize
2: with them, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. or empathize. I guess it, it humanizes everything. <laughs> it does game, right? for sure. You, you you make an atta- an emotional bond, and there's an attachment. But yep. I think I think the reason why that 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 bond is formed when playing a video game is because you're in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, and yeah, so that, that you feel more connected. I think if you take something like Uncharted as a video game, it succeeds because the storyline is not the focal point. Right? The storyline is a driver for you to get through these games, right? Yeah. But it's this whole complete cohesive packages that makes uncharted what it is yeah i think if you take uncharted and you make that into a movie what is uncharted as a storyline it's yeah. probably just a shitty uh <laughs> indiana jones indiana jones yeah, right yeah. With, Absolutely. A, with a bloodthirsty nathan drake who murders everybody <laughs> <laughs> without concern for for human well-being in Hey, any they're regard, all they're all mercenaries any regard, anyways right uh, they don't have soul He's just filling bodies with bullets non-stop from scene to scene
0: 100 percent. yeah
2: so I think that's the thing is uh you know you look at kind of what have they made into movies Resident Evil yeah. you look God. at some of these franchises well, they must I have been successful the they made like 6 of them yeah, I didn't you know what I didn't hate the first couple I mean admittedly that's probably all I've seen I don't think I've seen the last you you have to view it with open eyes
0: you can't yeah. look at it and then mm-hmm. look at the games and be expecting essentially the same thing it's right. not like not even close it's all fucking Charlie's Angels esque style. Oh, I'm going to yeah. fly through all these fucking lasers while doing acrobatics all over the place. Yeah, like, mindless action. Yeah, different exactly. mediums. And that's the difficulty, mm-hmm. is. Yeah.
1: The things that make a great video game don't necessarily make a great movie and yeah. things that make a mm-hmm. successful movie don't necessarily make a good video game. And that's why you'll often see the opposite being a problem, uh, the video yeah. game movie spinoffs. But at least in the, vi- uh, in the movie tie-in video games, there has been some gems Yes, mixed with all the mm-hmm. rushed out merchandised crap. There's been some fantastic... Um, fantastic games in there when I think of like uh, Aladdin for Sega Genesis. Oh, man. Yeah, Or my uh, even uh, the Spider-Man movie 2. Oh, yeah. Game for PC. Yeah. Which made the first sort of open world Spider-Man mm-hmm. game where you could just swing around the city and well, there was love- no fog borders. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the first game. Um, but yeah, it really makes me wonder. And I, I would like to think that something like Uncharted or... Uh, The Last of Us would be kind of an easy win when it comes to being a movie because they're already as close to that format as you kind of get in a video game. Being very heavily cinematic, having a lot of overt visual development of the characters as opposed to reading paragraphs of dialogue which may Mm -hmm. not play quite as well. So I feel like they would have to try really hard to fuck up doing those movies but it is <laughs> definitely within the realm of possibility for them to do so so i i would not mm-hmm. yeah well I, again i, I would always be concerned I as a
2: fan of the you series. started on a bad foot when you didn't consult the original creators before even writing the script I well, think yeah. Yeah.
0: sometimes when you do consult the original creators you still end up with a gigantic piece of shit yeah sure. case yeah. in point uh last airbender which apparently he was in very heavy talks with the creators. And then, well, he nope. must not have listened to anything <laughs> that they had to say. If you're if this is a movie and you're pronouncing the
1: names of the major characters incorrectly in the first minute
0: of the movie, somebody was not paying attention. I'm going to mispronounce his name. What a twist. Uh, Ong and Soka.
2: Oh, God. It's a Shyamalan twist. Oh, God, that movie. That Ugh. fucking movie. Yeah, see, that Ugh. was a hot turd, and that was one that I thought um, the special effects would maybe be enough that for an hour and a half, two hours, whatever the runtime was. Yeah. I can get through this thing. But <laughs> nope, <laughs> uh-huh. nope. My God, no. was I wrong? I still, Ugh. I
0: still pride myself on never seeing that movie. Thank God. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, that was
2: a, that was a Walmart penis bin rental on on Netflix, <laughs> guaranteed. The, the, you know, a, a Friday night, nothing to do kind of thing. Yeah. And, and again, yeah, you just yeah. can't beat that bad I, for an hour and a half. The visuals should at least get me through this thing right you would assume but but i feel like watching like Mm.
1: watching that movie was just a necessary lesson for me (laughs) that life is cruel we exist in a cruel world and we should Mm. never love or care about
0: anything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and on that note i'm gonna say (laughs) thank you guys for listening we really do appreciate it uh to uh to find us we are currently on soundcloud itunes google play stitcher tune in and pod bay uh if you want to reach out to us or just see what's going on in our uh you know everyday lives we're going to be posting pictures and little quotes and little things like that to our facebook page it's uh, game and watch it with an ampersand i want to thank dan for being here thank you for coming who's dan you thank mean mr corkle me. Oh, mr mr beanie Corkyhole. Ooh,
2: oh i like that i like that <laughs> we're gonna go with beanie corkle thank you for having me oh it was our daniel pleasure.
1: beanie corkle
2: esquire yeah it's also my linkedin <laughs>
0: Thank you again. We hope you enjoyed this fast and loose episode of Game & Watch It. And, uh, RZ?
1: Uh, Oh.